Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. It's the one we know about, but it would not have been the only big entrance into Jerusalem that day. This also would have been the same day that Pontius Pilate would have entered the city of Jerusalem coming from his residence in the Roman capital of Judea, which was known as Caesarea Maritina. And he would have come up to Jerusalem through the opposite gate that Jesus would have entered into. Jesus would have gone through the Golden or Herod's Gate, and Pilate would have come up through the Damascus Gate. And there they are. And he's coming up, and here you have Jesus, you know, us, you know, in this crowd with palms, and then there's the them. Pilate, and he's coming up. He's coming up with an army, and he's up on a steed, and all of the might of Rome. And he's coming up for the Passover, where the Jews celebrated the deliverance from Egypt. And here comes Pilate with his army, this us and them kind of narrative being played out on the scene, reminding everybody that whatever happened in the past may have happened in the past, but right now Caesar is Lord, and if you get out of line, you will feel the full wrath of Rome this week. Hence, we're coming up, we're going to crucify a few folks, just send a warning out. So you have this us against them conflict between Rome and the Jews as well, the people of Israel. And despite all our notions of progress and liberality and social advancement, as a society, we are the same people. We are the same people touched by Adam's sin, and we feed off of the us-against-them narrative in our own lives. In the land of Jesus today, it's Israeli versus Palestinian. In our own country, it's, thank God I'm not a Democrat. In our own country, it is, Lord, I thank you that I am not a Republican. It is us against Iran, us against Russia, us against Syria. I find it interesting, just a personal confession, it's festering in me. This morning, the us against them in light of the recent news of three church explosions during Palm Sunday worship services in Egypt. I find it festering, Christian versus Muslim, in my own sinful heart. Those Muslims, at it again, religion of peace, us against them. Which profoundly brings us to the core in the internal argument Reminds me that the us-against-them conflict is not just external, it's internal as well. Wife versus husband. Who's doing enough around the house? Who's being more loving? Parent versus child in the unending struggle, oftentimes, between a parent's wisdom and a child's quest for independence. The us against them at work between co-worker and our dog-eat-dog city that if you're not aware of it will just rub you raw to the bone. And the internal conflict between who you are and who you thought you'd be. I thought I'd be at this point in my career by now. What's the matter with me? I thought I'd be more in shape by now. I'm speaking about me, but you know... 
I thought I'd be more successful. I thought I'd be married by now. Who would have ever thought I'd be divorced by now? The us-against-them conflict. We're defined by it. Me against the world. Me against my neighbor. Me against myself. And so we come to church oftentimes. And we hear these remarkable events and we hold tightly to our palm branches hoping to somehow in some way find God. Hoping to meet God and to find a little respite. Hoping to come to God in order to find peace and tranquility from our conflict-ridden lives. And it's in that realization and hope that I've come to meet God It's in that realization and hope that I've come to meet God that the Holy Spirit can finally break into your life and upend everything. That the Holy Spirit can finally flip all of the us-against-them conflicts in our lives and in our world on their head and remind you the profound truth. The profound truth which is in no way semantic. That as the prophet Zechariah prophesied in Zechariah 9.9, which is quoted in our gospel reading, Behold, your king comes to you. On our own, we are groping in the dark looking for God. And it only creates a greater split. But here in this church, hear the gospel today, Behold, your king comes to you. Righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt. The good news of the gospel is that you don't come to God. Behold, God comes to you. Jesus came to the city of Jerusalem then, and he comes to you today. And he comes to die and rise for us. And in that work, he has conquered the areas of pride, the areas of violence, the areas of self-destruction that lie embedded in each and every one of our hearts. And he comes with his grace. He comes with his love. He comes with God's mercy, the fruits of his victory. And he comes by the Holy Spirit to bring continuity, and at least for a brief moment, wholeness into our lives. And renew our minds from the self-righteous thinking of us against them to simply us. And but by the grace of God go any of us. He comes by the power of the Holy Spirit to renew our minds to be, at least for a moment, like Christ and not regard equality with God as a thing to be exploited in our us-against-them conflicts. Jesus, the one who is truly whole, not you and I, but Jesus, the one who is truly whole, rides into the whole mess of the situation. He rides into the mess of Jerusalem. He rides into the mess of the world. He rides into the mess of our lives. As Henry Hart Millman wrote in that amazing hymn we sung, Ride on, ride on in majesty. 
Ride on, ride on in lowly pomp, ride on to die. Bow your meek head to mortal pain, then take, O Christ, your power and reign. As we've read, we conclude with this. Palm Sunday contains this very rich narrative of characters of all sorts. A rich us-against-them narrative, because so much of our life is that. You have Peter the denier, Judas the betrayer, Barabbas the terrorist, Pilate the man who's just trying to keep peace at his job. We're like each of them, faithful and faithless. We confess Jesus, and then the end of the week we're denying him. We're trying to figure out how to take a practical way out. We're openly shaking our fist in rebellion against God, and then we're saying, Hosanna, save us. The good news of the gospel for you today is this. In an even greater sense, Jesus is all of them. And he's also all of us. He became it all. The denier, the rebel, the betrayer, the thief, the crooked politician. He becomes you and me. He becomes humanity's sin. And so hence the worst of our humanity comes to bear right on Jesus. And so what Palm Sunday, what today is intended to do is pull you up up outside of yourself. At least for a moment. And look to King Jesus. Look to him and his cross. May his blood be upon us and our children. For in that curse is a promise like no one and the world has never known. So behold, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, and he will lead in paths of righteousness. And he will lead you through the dark valley of us versus them to eternal life. And today he will lead you to this altar in the midst of the us versus them of our lives, wherein bread that is his body and wine that is his blood, you will be reassured that in the midst of that conflict, Jesus and his cross has saved you. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the parish of Calvary St. George's, in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.